before streaming services and dial-up internet, there was a dark age where there were kings that roamed the earth. Those kings were dinosaurs. And we watched those dinosaurs on a big screen. That's right. We're talking about Jurassic, Jurassic. Park on the, the Woke, Woke But, but Sleepy, Sleepy Podcast. 30 years. It has been 30 years. I haven't even been alive for 30 years. This movie came out when you believed that, like, the 90s was the dinosaur time. Mm. <laughs> no, you weren't even alive at all. Wow. When were you first introduced to Jurassic Park? Uh, maybe when I was in middle school. Did you ever see it at the theater? Ever? Like, they had a bunch of re-releases over no. the course of the time. I had it on VHS. Wow, so your first, like, like your first time seeing it wasn't even, like, on, like, the big dynamic screen with the sound and the dynamic roars. Oh, no, no, no. That's so sad, really. It really is. It breaks my heart. I don't think I've seen any of the Jurassic Park films in theater. 93, I was a sophomore in high school, I believe. No, freshman in high school. And uh, me and my uh, friend Mike went to go watch it at the movie theater. He'd say, well, I watched The Crow with, which we're going to touch more on that in October. <clears throat> um, but you're familiar with Jurassic Park. Yeah, of course. I've seen it multiple times. It's a classic. It, it absolutely is. And I think it became an instant classic from the moment, like, the first time we heard the dinosaur roar. I will say that there was a magic to it watching at the theater. For the first no time, it was remarkable. Yeah, it was one of those movies that, like, you watch movies now from that time period, and you're like, "Oh, those effects didn't hold up. Oh, wow, that looks really bad." This CGI was ahead of its time. It really, it was the first. Yeah, it, it is what like changed the game. Yeah. They were gonna do it all stop motion originally. That was the original plan. This was the first one. Well, we're working on this new technology. That new technology was CGI, and that was the game changer. That's the reason why Hollywood is where it is now, is because of Jurassic Park 30 years ago. Um, directed by Steven Spielberg, of course, we know that. Uh, what was your overall first impression of it? Overall first impression? Yeah. Like back when I was a child? Yeah. It was a movie about dinosaurs. The magic of dinosaurs. I... That scene where they're in like the Humvee and mm. the dinosaur like, ha like, like puts its face into like the glass and they're like under the glass. Oh, the T Rex holding it up. Mm. That was scary. Right. It, oh, did it scare you? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. How real was it for you? I mean, of course, not real at all. Oh. It was just like the feeling. I'm like, oh my god, that's that's scary. Like to me, it was like, oh god, that's so scary. I remember your generation around this, this time period what would have been equal to, I guess equal to me, would be Avatar. You remember when Avatar first came out? Yeah. Do you remember the whole romance that your generation was having with Avatar? Do you remember, like, you recall that whole time period? I didn't like the Avatar movie. I didn't either. I thought it was so boring. Like, so... I could not get it. I hated it. <laughs> I couldn't get into it. <clears throat> I tried, and literally I gave it, like, 45 minutes. I'm like, this movie's about... You know what you about... think about that movie? Sigourney Weaver. See, I didn't realize she was even in it. And I love Sigourney. I'm sorry, love. Like, I feel really bad. But I don't even recall Sigourney Weaver even being in it. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but that was one of those CGI movies that people were really getting into that they felt it was real. I thought the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park mm-hmm. was better than Avatar. I completely agree. The Avatar looked like PlayStation graphics at the time. I didn't think it was that impressive. And I thought PlayStation graphics were really impressive. I just didn't want to see PlayStation graphics in a movie, no. especially after watching Jurassic Park in the theater. Yeah. If you are if you were asking, like, did it... Did the dinosaurs look real? Mm-hmm. Then yes. Like, great CGI. The breath on the glass. Oh, yeah. They did the, they, like, the dilating pupils. It was a dinosaur. nice mix between CGI and puppeteering. Yes. Absolutely. They did a great job with that. Like, they knew when to blend it. I will... But I remember reading an article for Avatar around its peak. Mm-hmm. Say that a lot of your generation was having issues with, uh, I don't even know the place. Do you, do you happen to know the place where Avatar takes place in, like the world? No, I don't know what it's called. Okay. Anyway, there were people having issues with that place not being real. And while I thought that was really silly and rather pretentious for an entire generation to not everyone <laughs> in that generation, of course, I'm like, really? Like, you get that caught up in a movie? In retrospect, I can say that I was sad at that age that there was no real Jurassic Park. I wanted to go there so bad. And those dinosaurs, I'm not saying I believe that they were real, but there was a disappointment in my heart knowing that it wasn't like, real. Like, oh, I want to go to Jurassic World. <laughs> I know. I, 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 I totally would. I would be a season pass holder for sure. And to me, that's where the magic came from. They mm. took a concept of a zoo slash theme park. And people being able to visit. And the park never really ever getting off the ground for three movies. It didn't really get off the ground to Jurassic World. Um, Which is a whole other topic for another day. Definitely shouldn't have opened with the problems (laughs) for the first ones. But, you know, I digress. First movie. But I can totally see why. Like, there's so much beauty to it. Like, you know, it's something that we all... Yeah, we all love dinosaurs. Have you ever heard, like, the dinosaur theory that they had feathers? Have you heard that? That's one of the newer... Studies. That some of them had feathers? They believe that dinosaurs, because they're more connected to birds, that dinosaurs probably had feathers. Not all of them. I don't know. I think it was just in regards to, like, the pterodactyls. I, I don't know. Not I can, all dinosaurs have I, I've even seen pictures of, like, velociraptors possibly having feathers. and That, uh, I, have issues, that I don't believe. I have issues with it. because I, believe, gr- I can believe that some of them had feathers. Mm-hmm. 100%, I believe some of them probably had feathers. Not all of them. Let me ask you something. Is Pluto a planet? Yes. Thank you. I, I, now I feel validated. You see people, we do get along. But I was in the generational era where Pluto was a planet for the longest time. We were uh, it, taught that Pluto was a planet. So it became not a planet when you were after high school? or uh, I think it became not a planet mid-middle school. Oh, uh, really? But we had already been taught Pluto's a planet. The song with Pluto in it, Pluto was a planet. And that... Is where I'm going with my point. Dinosaurs to me were always the thunder lizards. Like that's what they were called in school. And they were more reptilian. And like science. And this is human nature. Everything that you believe will get dismissed. And a new theory will come into play. Mm -hmm. But they will always be lizards to me. Like (laughs) they will always be. In fact, that was the whole premise of Jurassic Park. But now, in days with like cloning and stuff like that, can you ever imagine like a Jurassic Park really happening? 
Do you think they could ever bring back dinosaurs? I think humans would be stupid enough to do it. Oh, I completely agree with that. 100%. Like, I feel like that was the one part of the movie that was not fiction. Oh, yeah. The stupidity <laughs> of humans to uh, bring greed. back. And greed. Yeah. There was a lot of greed behind it as oh, well. Oh, of course. Um, I could totally see something like that happening. Would I be happy about it? Oh, yeah. I'm totally going to I would this. so go to opening day. <laughs> I would totally would. I'd be there. Um, um, yeah, I'm all about that life. But uh, I remember growing up, and this is a recent theory. I mean, this is a recent thing. The brontosaurus is not a real dinosaur. Have you? Were you? That's you, a lie. No, it was a myth. It was. Uh, oh, she's pulling up the Google. I would love for you to read to our audience about the brontosaurus because this is something that I got hit with later on. The brontosaurus is totally real. Uh, keep going. She's reading. Lazy. Brontosaurus, meaning thunder lizard, mm-hmm. is a genus of a gigantic quadruped-something dinosaur. Okay. Although the type species be something had long been considered a species of closely related, other big word I can't pronounce. No, it was real. I, I had heard that it was a rumor that was that was a it was a these two paleontologists were going at it to discover a new dinosaur. So they started mixing bones together from yeah. other dinosaurs to no, make this, it. This says it was We're gonna deep dive real. on this later on and cover it on a bonus episode because I'm gonna look further into this. Yeah, I mean well this is Wikipedia. It is Wikipedia. Uh, Wikipedia is Says it was real. Um, hold on. Okay, no, that's cool. There was a uh, toy line back in the eighties called Dino Riders, and they even had a brontosaurus that was released, and it was so cool. I wanted it so bad. Yeah, everything I looked up, I looked up. Is the brontosaurus real? And it says, yeah. Is it real now? Lived during the late Jurassic period. Wow, okay, uh, then I'm having a complete Mandela effect. First recorded evidence was discovered in, in the 1870s. Okay, cool, then I'm having a complete Mandela effect, because on my timeline, I remember it got dismissed not too long ago. That like it was, Pluto? Yes, like mm-hmm. Pluto. And so it's kind of creeping me out. But anyway, <laughs> weird stuff happens to me, people. UFOs, brontosaurus not being real. I am definitely on the wrong timeline, which I've talked with Rhonda about multiple times. So, anyway, we really got sidetracked, but we did stay on track with dinosaurs. We did. What was your favorite your, your favorite dinosaur growing up? The long neck, because of um, Land Before Time. Yep, yep, yep. That was Ducky. I love Ducky. I don't I, remember what dinosaur Ducky was. I don't care. Ducky was adorable. Her voice actor died. I we Very that is that is not. A rumor. <laughs> that is On fast. On headstone, it says, yep, yep, yep. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. This has been the Book the Sleepy <laughs> Podcast. We're going to go cry now. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, no, that Land Before Time movie, I, I think, was remarkable. And that came out when I was a kid. And I think they're still coming out to this day. Mm-hmm. Dinosaurs were always a big part of our culture, and and I think the world over, your your son has My a little son dinosaur. Loves dinosaurs. He, I, I know he does. He's a little. He has. Did you give him like two of the same dinosaurs? He has a stuffed dinosaur named Dino mm-hmm. the dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Um, I say Dino. Kaiwa just says Dino. 
Okay. Whichever. Potato, potato. But I, I got him. Do you know the dino? I got him two of the same just in case one goes missing. His baby blanket is pink with dinosaurs on it. He loves it. Oh. Dinosaurs were a really big part of my life. Like I was yeah. talking about the Dino Riders. Dinosaurs were. There was, there, was, uh, there was also another cartoon in the 80s called Dino Saucers, which I was really into as well. Dinosaurs were huge in dinosaurs the 80s. Dinosaurs in the shape of the UFOs? Dino Saucers? No. no, they were alien dinosaurs, though. They came off of UFO. Oh. And uh, it was the dinosaurs and the... Uh, God, if you hadn't asked me, I could have told you who the bad guys were. I want to say it was like the Tyrannodons or something like that. It was... One of Kaiwa's favorite TV shows is Dino Trucks. I watched that with him, and I've gotten caught up in those episodes. Those are really good. good. They, yeah. Those are a lot better shows than I was watching. Right. <laughs> But, so, we, we touched on Jeff Goldblum. Being, in the last episode. In, in the last episode, in Independence Day. And he's also in this movie. The 90s was his time. He was. He didn't live too long in this movie, though. Jeff Goldblum? Thinking of the wrong character. Wrong character. Completely. I was thinking about the guy that got eaten when he was in the toilet. Yeah, yeah. That's wrong character. Never mind. How, how did you get to that? They look the same. Wow, you are sleepy today. I am. Okay. <laughs> Never mind, not the guy that ran to the bathroom to hide from the No, T-Rex. Jeff Goldblum would never hide from di- from dinosaurs. His whole chaos theory with the water. I mean, he was the reason for that whole water thing that happened in the film. When he put it on the thing mm-hmm. and he realized he was like, oh, God, yeah. Okay. The, the chaos theory. Backtrack that. But a guy did get eaten in a toilet. That was very unfortunate. Yeah, that was the lawyer. He deserved it. He absolutely did. He did. It, was, it was a great scene. It was wonderful. But no, Jeff Goldblum shined. In this film. And so you heard Dinosaur was the... Uh, the Long Necks. The Long Necks. Mine was definitely the T-Rex. The mother effing T-Rex. That is my life. Do you know that there was a theory that T-Rex had wings? We were just talking about dinosaurs having feathers. I didn't say it had feathers. Because the pterodactyl didn't have feathers. But they had wings. Because the T-Rex's little arms... If you look at, like, birds, the vertebrae... Looks like what the T Rex is. So they so you're saying that like they had like bat wings? Almost like a bat wing esque, kinda like a pterodactyl. But they're just saying that maybe they haven't found like a a skeleton with the like the wing part fossilized. Because the arms on a T Rex, what it looks like now, if you look at the pterodactyl, the pterodactyl has the same vertebrae starting on its wings. So there was a theory that maybe T Rexes had giant wings. That's going to change my life. Like, I'm going to just call them sky dragons because those yeah. are... They were, there was another theory that maybe T-Rexes were just dragons. You, you, you literally created the ideal truck stop t-shirts. A T-Rex with wings and a Grim Reaper on its back driving a Ferrari. Oh my god. We're okay. Out of the gates of hell. Oh Jesus. <laughs> like think about it. Have you seen those truck stop t-shirts? I They're have. so tacky. Yeah, I love them. They're great. I got a friend named Jonathan. He wears them like consistently. I'm like, which flying J did you buy that at? I buy no flying J. <laughs> yes you did. <laughs> you know where you got this shirt. <laughs> so but I love the T-Rex. It was always my favorite thing in the world. Like, I think no dinosaur has ever been better than the T-Rex. Okay. Debatable. Debatable. But I digress. What was your favorite scene in Jurassic Park? Oh, geez. Um, 
other than the lawyer getting eaten on the toilet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the first Jurassic Park movie is one of those prolific films for me. Like they were just, it was just such a defining film in regards to how movies are made. I don't know if I can pick a favorite movie. I like, I like the, when the power goes out and they're about to turn the power on and, um, he, um, and the little kid's still, still in the fence and he goes flying on oh, the fence. Oh, that broke my heart. Let's talk about Sam Jackson being in the movie, and no one remembers him being in the movie. You forgot, too, didn't I you? I didn't remember he was in the movie. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He was the guy that left to go turn the power back on and never came back. You're right. Mm-hmm. Well. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say it. I'm going to say it. It's probably one of the most racist scenes ever made in the movie. Because it's, it's Sam Jackson. Mm-hmm. Ellie, played by um, Lauren Dern. Lauren Dern, the beautiful Laura Dern. Um, she Ellie goes to look for Sam Jackson's character, and she gets to the little. She gets chased by like a velociraptor. One of the dinosaurs chase her into like where the power is, and she closes the door behind her, and she's moving with her back against the wall, and this arm falls down behind her. She never turns around. She looks at the arm. <laughs> oh, it's you. Now, come on now. You know, I mean, I don't say it was blank. He uh, was the only person of color he, on that island. Yes, <laughs> she knew who it was. I was like, clever play there, Spielberg. Clever play. But I always kind of got a kick out of that part, though. Like, literally, as a kid, I giggled every time. So, mm. but uh, yeah, that's probably my favorite part. No, my favorite part is uh, when the kids are trapped in the cafeteria. And, I was going to say that. And the Velociraptors and are coming. Like, yes. Playing that Ring Around the Rosie game. Oh, that was so good. I liked that one. I liked when she had to reach her hand into the dinosaur poop. Mm-hmm. That was cute. Yeah. I also liked when she like first saw the long necks. Oh, that impactful when he scene. Turned her head. Mm-hmm. And she was like. <gasps> da, 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 yeah. da, John Williams is a true star of that movie because that score. Oh, it's so great. It's literally one of my favorite scores. Iconic. In fact, I go to Cameron Parker's Zoo in Waco and I will play that song. I will play the Jurassic Park theme. Of course you will. <laughs> While I'm looking at like the orangutans and people will start laughing, but there's always that one person goes, <laughs> Jurassic Park. And that's what starts the whole parade of laughter. I'll be standing in the aquarium, and you can hear it subtly from my phone. And slowly the giggles emerge. But I think that uh, John Williams, that score, is probably my favorite John Williams score of all time. And this is on par with Star Wars and all the legendary scores that he's created. Indiana Jones is probably close second. But Jurassic Park wins for me when it comes to the score. It is literally one of my favorite movies of all times. Really? Oh my god. It it's it's amazing. Of all time. Of all time. But keep in mind, I saw the theater. It um, was a new movie for me. I never had that. It's kinda like I want to show my daughter the Matrix. Yeah. But she can never experience the Matrix. Yeah, I, I understand. By by this point in time, the spoilers are out. Um. The jokes in the Matrix like the like the scenes in the Matrix with like the bullet time has been done on all her kid cartoons. It's not anything. It's not the same. It's not the same. But I remember when Jurassic World came out, we took her to go see it, 
And she was still a little young to where she was a little scared of the dinosaurs. And I kind of enjoyed that because she was like, Daddy, I think I want to (laughs) leave. Because the dinosaurs were so loud. And it was her first time watching it. She had watched all three on, on, on DVD. This is her first time seeing it on the big screen. And just to that see that, to it, it was overwhelming. And it's remarkable. So I'm glad. We, we, we don't, and this is something that we talk about quite a bit. We talk about like reboots and stuff and adaptations of books. This is why it is important to do those. This is why I 100% believe in them. And yeah, because this was originally a book. Yeah, it was originally a book. But there are people, like, there are generations. You never got a chance to see it on the theater, on the big screen. So when Jurassic World came out, it was a sequel slash reboot. And it got my kid even heavier into it. She loved Jurassic Park. She always had. But this was her chance to really experience it the way it needed to be experienced on the big screen. She got to be like, "Uh, (gasps) this is is a lot to see how big the dinosaurs were. Mm -hmm. And it's one Sounds thing. Sounds a lot louder. Oh, and we, we watched it uh, in uh, that THX. What were the? It's the big IMAX. IMAX. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, we went to go see an IMAX 3D at that. So I mean, I made sure that she had like the full experience. Nice. I bet. Are you ready for your fun facts? Yeah. Did you know that Jurassic Park brought Richard uh, Attenborough out of retirement? Yeah. I did know that. There's not much that I don't know about Jurassic Park. He's a great one. He was a great one. We passed away in 2014. R.I.P., my dude. R.I.P. They always make reference to him in every Jurassic Park after he's passed. Mm. Sorry. That's okay. Speaking of Jeff Goldblum, we talked about Jeff Goldblum's, like, wonderful improvisation lines on Mm. Independence Day. Yeah. Well, apparently a big thing that he did on the set of Jurassic Park was he would read his lines out loud. Like, not to himself. Out loud. For everyone to hear. Like, while he's rehearsing or something, or what? Like, just on set during filming. Well, you know when, like, you have your script? Yeah. And you're reading in between, like, scenes, just catch up on what the next scene's gonna be? Mm-hmm. You just... Disregard. For everyone else around, out loud. We just read through his lines. Yeah, you see, I'm bad about that too, though, so I don't, like, whenever I do act, I'm the exact same way. I don't try to memorize it. I just literally will go over and over again out loud. That's how you get your inflection. No, I see where he's coming from. Yeah. But he would, like, speed read them almost. Yeah. I'm I'm down with it. Yeah. I like that. I'm totally down with it. I wouldn't mind. No, I wouldn't mind. I'd get a kick out of it, like, the pure chaos of it. But I'm sure the other actors were kind of like, Jeff. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeff's at it again. Mm-hmm. Any other fun facts for me? Oh. Okay, let's see. We talked about Schindler's List a little Yes. Like, before we even started recording. Oh, yeah, because um, it was made at the same time. Jurassic Park almost took a back seat to the Schindler's List. Yes, it did. That was part of the deal that he made with the studio, yeah. uh, that he would have to... He, and the studio virtually said, you do Jurassic Park, we'll let you make Schindler's List. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because uh, and he was going to give Schindler's List to director Rowan Polanski. Mm-hmm. 
uh, but Roman Walensky turned it down saying it was too close as he grew up near the ghettos of that area where the whole thing happened at. So, um, yeah, I know really? way too much about Spielberg and uh-huh. Jurassic Park and how connected to Schindler's List. There's a lot to it. We had talked about how Jurassic Park was a book mm-hmm. first. Well, uh, Steven Spielberg actually found out about Jurassic Park while he was working on um, the television series ER. Yes, I totally forgot that he was on uh, that he was responsible for ER. Yeah, he was working on the the screenplay for it, mm-hmm. and his friend Michael Crichton. Michael Crichton, yes. Crichton, yes. Don't, never knew how to pronounce his name. Um, he had told him about Jurassic Park, and then. Uh, Steven Spielberg had actually optioned like Universal to buy the rights of the film. Oh yeah, like almost immediately. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, I, and and it was a good pick. I mean, and that book was like that was total like faith in his friend. Mm-hmm. Where his friend told him about his idea for this book, and he was like, "That'd be a great movie," and then he just went with it. Didn't even know <laughs> whether it was even going to be a good book. It was going to be a good book. What if Michael Crichton just would have like threw out like a total curveball, and then like they get the book? What if it sucked? Like, what if it's like a children's book about like a like a group of dinosaurs playing football? And he's like, I don't know, I got expired. Zero Bowl was coming up, and I just wanted to roll with it. And, Jurassic Park, they're playing football <laughs> the in the park. park. It's cute, right? And <laughs> I would be so mad. <laughs> That they, that's how reputation gets ruined. That's yeah. really funny. Jurassic Park. Uh, <laughs> sorry, that caught me off guard. I cried you up last show. You got me on this one. Um, no, that is <laughs> so funny. <laughs> sorry, you completely threw me off with that. Um, I don't know. It it really comes down to uh, it, it. It was just all the right people in the right place at the yes. right time. We got. A phenomenal movie out of it. It, it, it had really a perfect did. cast. I don't oh. think they got a cast any better. I like. I think. I don't know if a lot of people like my age when they were watching it. I was. I, yeah, I was a kid. Right. Yeah. Watching it and watching like the uh, archaeologists, like the scene in the beginning where they're like uncovering the the bones and stuff. It made me want to be an archaeologist. Of course, didn't happen. Um, right. But also watching The Mummy made me want to be an Egyptologist. That also didn't happen. Watching Ghostbusters made me want to be a Ghostbuster. Mm, yeah. Yeah, well, so. Mine were kind of more realistic. It says the Pirates of the Caribbean. I didn't want to be a pirate. You, which character did, ladies and gentlemen, this is really how we are. We, we'll like erupt into an argument at any time. Okay. <laughs> which character did you hate the most? Kira Knightley's character. Elizabeth Swan. But I didn't want to be a pirate. I was in love with Orlando Bloom. But I didn't want to be like... Were you in love with Orlando Bloom or were you in love with his character? Orlando Bloom. Okay. I had a shrine to him on the back of my door. Did you really? Yeah. You had like a whole Orlando Bloom I was Bloom in third thing? grade. Mm-hmm. Third grade? Yeah. That's adorable. Right? <laughs> no, I didn't want to... I didn't like watch Pirates of the Caribbean and be like, I want to be a pirate when I grow up. No. But I would like watch The Mummy and... Like, Evie was a librarian, and she was, like, her parents were Egyptologists, and she knew how to read hieroglyphs. I was, I was like, I want to do that. Like, that's what I'm going to do. The closest I ever got was memorizing I don't know ba- how to read hieroglyphs now. Um, and then I watched, like, Jurassic Park, and I was like, oh, I'm an archaeologist. I'm going to dig up dinosaurs. <laughs> also didn't do that. <laughs> so. Wow, the closest I think I ever got to hieroglyphics was, like... 
learning the bagels walk like the Egyptian song when I was like eight. I think that was as close as I ever got to exploring Egypt on any level. That was a very catchy song at the time period. It definitely was. Especially like a six-year-old. Mm. So, but okay, no, that's fair. So, so you did, so it did bring out those inner desires to be a, mm-hmm. uh, to learn more about dinosaurs. Yeah. That's cute. That's really cute. Mm-hmm. Especially in that time period, because you really, that inspiration could have also come from Super Mario Brothers, the movie, because that came out the same year. Did it? Mm-hmm. Didn't I want to say 93, 94. It was around that time period. Mm, didn't know that. Yeah. But I like that movie, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. I'm sorry. I don't care. It's uh, me, Mario Mario. <laughs> did you watch the new Mario? <laughs> In the original Mario movie, like, Mario's last name is Mario. Yeah, Mario Mario. Mario Mario. Yeah, yeah, that was in the movie. Wow, have you seen that? Yes. Did you like it? Yeah. Rock on. I'm going to high-five you. Yeah. What's I, your I, name? Luigi Mario. Okay. How many Marios do we have here? Three. Yeah. <laughs> Mario 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 Luigi Mario. Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo. And they both hate that movie. Well, Bob Hoskins has passed, but they both hate. Did you know that John Leguizamo... Uh, uh, broke his broke his arm on that movie. No, I didn't know. That. Yeah, it was during the uh, when they were in their when they were in their plumbing truck. The truck made a sharp t- uh, made a sharp turn. He was already drunk as it was. Cause all he did was drink on that set. Mm-hmm. And um, they made a turn. The door slammed shut on his hand. Ow! Yes, so it got pretty crazy. But I will say, and I can segue that to where we're not, you know, rabbit trailing off too much. It was because of the because of the success of Jurassic Park mm. that the Super Mario Brothers movie got made because Yoshi was a really big character in the Mario movie. In the Mario video game, they're like dinosaurs. We can sell this. Like this will work. Dinosaurs became like huge. Yeah. Again, not that they ever fell off. Do you think dinosaurs have ever fallen off ever? No, I think they're still pretty prominent. Oh yeah. Wow. But all in all, I think Jurassic Park was. A wonderful movie. It was. Everyone should see Jurassic Park. Do Do you think in a few million years they're gonna do like a? They're gonna reboot it again. No, like millions of years. Oh. When humans are no longer around. Millions. Okay. Do you think they're gonna? Do you think that we've made that much of an impact that whatever species reclaims the Earth is gonna make movies about us? Yeah, how humans destroyed the Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny that dinosaurs take a lot of credit for being monsters and mm-hmm. evil, but they're not the ones destroying the earth? Exactly. That's great. And this has been our Earth Day message to all of our <laughs> listeners. Um, we just argued about that earlier today about trash, because I didn't tie her trash bag when I took it out. And she's like, but the trash comes out everywhere. I was just going to put my trash bag in the trash can open like he wasn't gonna tie the bag no to keep I wasn't the trash tying it. In. And I was like I don't tie my bag and you're like but that's how trash goes places it goes into the can so we literally it was a how many, how long was the argument about 20 minutes probably uh, yeah so but <laughs> and then I had brought the fact I said did you know that when I was like 16 I used to just finish my 32 ounce soda and just chunk that out the window and then she's like that's the reason why the earth is the way it is and I'm like okay yeah we're not gonna finish this anyways and- please excuse our <laughs> diatribe yeah we bicker a lot so but here we are six months strong and um, I think we have a bonus episode coming up because we love you guys and I know you guys love us oh and to our three listeners in Germany thank you 
Is that how you say it? You see, I try saying it, but I come off sounding like Shrek. Donkey. Like, <laughs> doesn't that what it sounds like? It does. But I really, we really appreciate you guys. That's amazing, uh, wherever you are in Germany. Thank you. We've been following. We've been kind of keeping track of where our listeners are coming Started from. Started at one, then two, then and then three. three. I'm like, wow, you guys are like, and I'm so. Our goal is to be as big as David Hasselhoff out there. So if you could just keep sharing us, we'd really appreciate that. We don't mind being your next David Hasselhoff. Um, I am definitely as handsome and not quite as old. So I'd love to have that opportunity. And we'll get Rhonda in like the Baywatch thing, and she'll run in slow motion, and we'll have a whole Baywatch thing out there for you. Oh, Lord. Hey, I'm, I am tan. So, all right. So with that being said, the look on Rhonda's face is priceless, people. That's why we don't record her. Oh, uh, we'll touch more on this on the bonus episode, but a lot of people have asked, why don't we record our podcast like on video? Well, the answer to that is because we're lazy. 100%. That's literally what it is. I'm like, yeah, because even you brought it up. Why don't we record? Because we're lazy and you would have to edit that because mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. You're like, oh, never mind then. Mm-mm, I ain't internet. So, I ain't taking that time. So all these podcasts are done in one shot. Uh, it's done with a lot of heart. We really do love you guys. Thank you so much for the support in this first half year. And uh, we'll catch you on the bonus episode and we'll just do a little chit chat and we'll talk about a little bit of everything. All right. Well, much love, everybody, Um, uh, and enjoy your summer as we wrap up Summer Blockbuster Month. It's been a blast. I'm glad we buckled up. Hope you enjoy your own Summer Blockbusters this year coming out. What What are you excited about this year? Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. We should go watch that. We should definitely go watch it. All right. So she's down for Fast and Furious. I'm down for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Mm. I am stuck for that one. You gave this look like I really don't give a damn about that movie. I've seen none of them. It, it, there's only one other. I've seen. I've never seen a Spider-Man movie. Like no Spider-Man movies. Mm-mm. We're going to pick more on this of the podcast. <laughs> Because uh, literally we're going to tangent on that. Yeah, and feel free to, uh, you can follow her at Rhonda Burnett on Facebook. You can follow her uh, on TikTok on the world's okayest mom. Mm-hmm. And what's your other one? Rhonda underscore Burnett. Rhonda underscore Burnett. And feel free to attack her for not watching oh Spider-Man movies. Uh, Instagram, Rhonda Burnett as well. Listen, I don't need to be canceled for not watching a single Spider-Man movie. But as some of you will hear, I, I, I have spoken about the DCU on the Unsung Gamers podcast. Uh, great podcast there. So I'll talk a little bit about that stuff over there on that channel. Uh, it's been a, a great night. And as always, I'm woke. And I'm sleepy. Have a good night, everyone.